Welcome to today's audio podcast from the Church at Bushland. If you enjoy the teaching ministry of the Church at Bushland and would like to enjoy more resources and weekly updates, we hope you will visit our website at thechurchatbushland.com or download our app for both iOS and Android devices by searching for The Church at Bushland. We'd love to know how this ministry is touching your life. Please take a moment to let us know by emailing us at media at thechurchatbushland.com. Also, if you would like to support this ministry financially, you can do so by visiting thechurchatbushland.com slash give. This is Prayer for a Series. Almost done. I got this one and one more. Today's message, today's title in the book is Warfare Prayer. If you haven't figured it out, we're in a war. We're in a war. Absolute war. I want you to listen to this statement. Prayer is not only communion with God, but it also is confrontation with the enemy. Every time you go to war in prayer, you go against the enemy. You're in a war. That prayer closet, that time on your knees, that time in communion, that time at the church, that time when you pray over your family, where you pray over just anything, you are up against an adversary. He is wanting to kill, steal, and destroy. God is wanting to give you life and give it to you more abundantly. I'm telling you right now, when the church learns that prayer is powerful, but it's a war, it's a weapon as well. It's not just powerful, but it is a weapon. It is a weapon to quiet his movement and his voice in your life. And by the blood of Jesus, you can do that. I promise you. In, in, in the Gospel of Matthew and in the Gospel of Luke, Jesus is... The story of Jesus is taken into the wilderness and he's tempted by the enemy. I want you to know something. In that text, Jesus is not operating in the God mode there. He is operating in the man mode, all right? He is doing that and he's, a, and he's being tempted and he's being persecuted by the enemy. And, and, and he could, I'm telling you, he could strike him down if he wanted to. He allows it to go the way it goes because he's taking it as a man to model for us how we war. Look what Jesus used. He says, I'm using the word on you, brother. Man, man doesn't live by bread alone, but every word that comes from the mouth of the Lord. That's how we war. We talked about the power of warring with the word, Okay. It is absolutely your sword, and we'll look at it in a little bit, but we've got to use it, okay? So I want you to go to Ephesians chapter 6, Ephesians 6. It's a very familiar passage, but I want to walk you through it. Warfare prayers is what we talk about, all right? The armor of God. This is the armor of God. If you've ever in your whole entire life, if you ever... <laughs> understand this scripture and mount up, this is the time to do that, okay? We do not play football games naked. We don't go fight battles of war naked. We, we wear armor for a reason, okay? And this is, a, this is your armor and this is a war. So look at it. Let's walk through it, okay? Very familiar passage, but I want to walk through it. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. 
Okay, put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the enemy's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood. Remember that. But it's against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Therefore, put on the full armor of God so that when, not if, When the days of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground. And after you have done everything to stand, stand firm then. Mm. With the belt of truth buckled around your waist, with the breastplate of righteousness in place, and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes the gospel of what? Peace. Mm, That's why we need to be out there showing them how to live in peace. Amen. Peace comes from him. 16, in addition to all of this, take up the shield of faith, which you can extinguish all the flames of the errors by the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation. Mm, Please today. And the sword, come on, don't leave home without it, of the spirit, which is the word of God. And pray in the spirit in all occasions, on all occasions, with all kinds of prayers and requests. And this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the saints. You're a saint. If you're born again, you're no longer a sinner. Amen. Past tense. He took care of that. Put on the full armor of God. If there's ever a time in your life that you walk in the full armor of God, today is the day. I'm telling you, he has positioned the church. I said last week, he put the golf ball on the tee at a gorgeous time. He put the golf ball on the tee, baby. You take the best driver you got and grip it and rip it, baby. Grip it and rip it. I'm telling you. I'm talking golf, and I don't even know what I'm doing, okay? I've played five times in my whole entire life, okay? And I love to drive because that's just like a Louisville slugger in a baseball, man. I'm telling you. After that, I'm toast, you know. Swing the same with the putter. I'm like, you do not want me to swing the same with the putter, okay? They say the club will take care of the rest. Mm, come on. I don't know about that. I'll swing it. So you got to put on the armor. God's put the church. Mm, he has positioned the church for such a time. If God is sovereign, every bit of this passed through his hand. I'm just telling you. His sovereignty can't stop when times are hard. When times are crazy, he's still sovereign. When times are crazy, he's still on the throne. When times are crazy, he's still working his plan. For what? He's working his plan to exalt his son, Jesus. That's what it's all about. I'm going to tell you right now, you can walk in this world as crazy and as, as goofy and unrecognizable as it is and show people what it looks like for a kid that walks with the Lord in peace with God, how he lives in a chaotic time. Anybody can live in good times when everybody's using common sense. But what do you look like when common sense doesn't left town? What do you look like? You smell like him. You walk like him. You chew like him. You, you look like peace. Peace comes off of you. It radiates into the room you walk into. Let me tell you, there's no other time, man, like today. Put on that full armor. Recognize it for what it is. See it for what it is. Be girded up and ready for a war because there's a war out there, okay? Teach your children during this time. Do not fear. Put on the armor and walk out in that, okay? Look what else. 
We talked about acknowledging that you, are, you and I are in a spiritual battle. I think this crowd here knows that you're in a spiritual battle, absolute spiritual battle. That's why you have to put your kids' armor. You have to show your kids how to put their armor on. See, so while you got them in your house, you can teach them a lot of things. One of the things you want to teach them is about the armor so that when they go off to college and they go off to be adults, they put their armor on themselves. Mama don't have to come over and put that on for you. There is a time for diapers, and there's not a time for diapers. Amen? It can't be forever. So put that armor on your kids and then teach them how to put that armor on. And then when you're not there to put it on for them, they'll put it on because the armor's got to go with them. Weapons of warfare. I want you to see 2 Corinthians. I want to see how we war. Then we're going to talk about some model prayers. Weapons of warfare. Here's how we battle. Here's how king's kids fight, okay? Here's what we use, all right? Look at uh, 2 Corinthians 10. Look at verse 3, 4, and 5. For though we live in the world, we do not wage war as the world does. The weapons we fight with are not the weapons of the world. On the contrary, they have divine power to demolish strongholds. Come on. We demolish arguments in every petition that, that set itself up against the knowledge of God. And we take captive today, please. We take captive today, please, every thought to make it obedient to Christ. You know what we need today? To take every thought and make it captive to Christ. We got to model that. You got to teach that. You got to share that. Man, I'm telling you, a city set on a hill, they're going to run to you. City set on a hill, man. God set this up. I know the schemes of man behind this would not of his glory. We're not, I'm not getting political. I'm just saying the stuff that's going on in the background, you know what I'm talking about, is not of God. It was not set up by God. It was allowed by God, set up by man. Okay? They're trying to get one person and one person only through the whole thing. They're trying to bring down the President of the United States at any means they can exercise. I'm going to tell you something right now. That man was chosen by God to sit in the seat he's in. Chosen by God. He befounded man in 16, and he still befounds man. All right? You rally behind him, you pray for our country, and you, and you absolutely fight with the war weapons that God has given us. We fight as a church, we fight as a people, we fight as families, we fight as individuals, we fight as born-again, believing, professing warriors for the king. That's how we fight. He called the nation to pray today. We're going to pray. We're going to pray. We're going to pray for the nation, pray for our country. I'm going to tell you right now, if you've got the Holy Spirit blood pumping through your veins, it is time for us to model what that looks like in a crazy world. It's all around us, my friends. When we are aware that we are in a spiritual war, we can actively fight in it through prayer. God has given us victory and power to fight through the blood of Jesus. Don't ever underestimate the power of the blood. We sing the song, then pray in it. Don't underestimate the power, okay? We can command anything that comes against the truth of God and his word to bow to the name of Jesus. That's how you pray. That everything that comes against you and your family and against our nation, it bows in the name of Jesus. Everything. 
everything. You can decide how aggressive you want to call that by name. And just know where you're at, okay? Right? Don't call them out in the wrong setting, okay? Take a bold stand, praying specifically and confidently through God's power and his spirit. If this does nothing else for you, these two texts in Ephesians and 2 Corinthians, this will teach you how to pray bold, how to pray confidently, how to pray specifically. I'm going to tell you, there's something about when you stop praying generally and you pray specifically. I mean, you speak it, man. You speak. You speak what you need. And the one who holds it will bring it to you. He says, you have not because you've asked not. All right? Our God has it. All right? There's power. that what God's got the power. He said, we talked about it a couple weeks ago. Our people are lack of speech. It is time for us to speak it. Speak it. If nothing else happens in this day, that his people begin to speak what we need in your house and everywhere. Let me run through some areas of warfare prayer, and then we're going to get on to what we need to do. All right? Areas of warfare prayer. These are not an exhausted list. This is just a series of lists. And what I've done is I've, I'm going to give you some scripture related to all of this. Okay? If your life right now, family, marriage, where you are, if it falls into these categories, can I just tell you something? This is what you pray. You pray these prayers, these scriptures in these areas. Okay? And you'll see breakthrough. Number one, obviously, pray, is protection prayer. This country needs that, okay? Pray that over your house. Pray that over the nation. Pray that over people. We talked about Psalm 121. I called that the uh, coronavirus verse, okay? Um, Lord, help. That, that came really true this week, all right? Um, Psalm 91, 9 and 10. Mark's posted that a couple times on Facebook. Psalm 91, the whole thing is really rich, 9 and 10 specifically. If you want to pray protection over your home, over your kids, over your family, over the nation, over our state, city, counties, all that, don't pray the word. Don't, I mean, I know, I know you want God to bless your family, but aren't you tired of just praying that prayer? God bless my family. Well, I've been praying that for like, you know, 17 years, right? Pray different. Sp- bold. Speak the word. Just, I mean, you pray over your kids tonight when they go to bed, and instead of praying a prayer, won't you read Psalm 21 over? Woo. They'll light their fire. They may, they may not even be able to sleep at all then. You may be jacked them up. They may be going attacking the hell with a water gun. All right? but, but pray that kind of stuff. Teach them how to pray that word, man. There's power in that. Power in that. Okay? Confession prayer. A prayer we don't use as warfare very often is confession. We don't use confession prayer very often, okay? Is there areas of your life that you need to confess some stuff? I got to be careful here. There was a period of time in my life growing up when I knew when I knew stuff was going on at my home that wasn't right, when you come of age. And I remember what I felt in my gut when I heard my dad pray out loud. I'd get mad. Not because I didn't love my dad. Because I was old enough and grounded enough in the word to know unless you confess your sins, he's not listening. 
Dad, if you're not going to get right, how are we going to get right? If you're going to harbor that, do that, look at that, watch that, participate in that, and ask my mom to do that, don't you need to confess that stuff and get that right? And I know I'm going, I just went a whole different gear. You can tell by the atmosphere. But I'm just saying right now, man, these little written out churchy prayers that we grew up praying, we've been praying forever and nothing ever changed. If we'll look and check ourselves at the door, our mirror will be him instead of us. Don't let the mirror reflect you. Let it reflect him. If we'll check who we are, I'm going to tell you, there's some checking going on in this nation right now. God says, I'll bring to light what needs to be brought to light. The God of sports has bowed down. Wall Street is your provider has bowed down. Woo. If you're a if if you're a mammon chaser, you about to you about going on some ninety year old old people walks right now with a cane. Ain't chasing nothing, amen. Hey, he is it, and he will always be it. He said, I'll be your provider, and that's it. So all this other stuff we were banking on, somebody just robbed the bank. All right? What I'm saying is confession prayer has got to happen in the church first before it's ever going to happen out there. You can't keep bringing this stuff into the house and acting like it doesn't affect anything in you. Your stuff affects me. My stuff affects you. You've got to love the Lord enough and love the church enough that you die to yourself and get yourself right before you ever walk into his throne of worship. You can raise a dirty hand to God and God will be slapping that hand down. I'm telling you, he'll check your heart before he checks your hand. Confession prayer might need to be your prayer this week. Make sure your house is clean and then your nation will be clean. Make sure you're clean, then your family will be clean. Now, I don't want you to think that I don't love my dad. I absolutely 110% love my dad. When he got born again at the age 48 in a jail cell, man, I'm telling you, he's a different dude today. It's hard to expect a lost man to change. And I was expecting that. Confession prayer may be what we need. Other warfare prayer is forgiveness prayer. Mm. Matthew 6, 14 and 15 says, if you can't forgive men their their sins, the Father will not forgive yours. I'm not sure you need to go to Fort Worth Southwestern Seminary and pay that tuition to understand that scripture. You don't. If you've been given grace... Give grace. If you've been given forgiveness, amen, you better let them go. They don't win when you let them go. You win when you let them go. You win. Do not harbor unforgiveness in your life. Do not. Warfare prayer, if you're going to battle for your family, your marriage, your home, your community, your church, your nation, You've got to let go of unforgiveness, church. you got to, man. It'll choke you out. It'll kink the hose. And when you kink the hose, you're not getting water. If you'll unkink it, you'll take a bath in it because it's, it's bottled up upstream. When you open it, it's, it's going to be ugly, right? But you've got to let it out. You've got to kink it. You gotta, you, you gotta, you, I'm telling you, unforgiveness will choke you out. You've got to let them go. 
confession, war of prayer. It's got to be unforgiveness. It's got, you've got to let them go. Another area of, of warfare prayer is called pride prayer. Mm. We don't talk a lot about the word pride. Proverbs does. Proverbs 16, 18 says, where there's pride, okay, where there's pride, let me, let me paraphrase it. There's not God. <laughs> a haughty spirit, there's no holy spirit, all right? Those two don't come in the room at the same time. I'm just telling you, a man possessed with pride can't be filled with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit will flesh that pride out. Don't come prideful. Don't come haughty. Don't come cocky. Don't come arrogant. Come humbly before the Lord and cry out to him. If you suffer from pride, okay, let God break your pride. Let him break your pride. Next one is generational bondage. Mm. Generational bondage. Exodus 20, verses 4 through 6. I don't have time to read them all, but Exodus 20, 4 through 6 uh, will speak on, there's other scriptures, but that will speak on generational sin or bondage of generational sin. Is generational sin true? Yes, it is. Is there a bondage in that? There is a bondage in that. There is. But can it be broken? You bet it can be broken. Scripture calls it a sin stopper. You can stop it. This stuff about, oh, my granddad was like that, my dad's like that, and I'm just going to be like that. You don't understand. Oh, I understand. That's a sweet story. Glory to you. All right? But I'm sorry, your story is not better than his story. And his story says, I can cut that off. That, that generational stuff can end with you. You can, you can turn the course of the next generation. Your son or daughter does not have to grow up and learn from dad his sins from the past. You can cut it off. You can cut it off. But pride will keep you from doing it, so you might need to pray that prayer first. Generational sin is a real deal, but it can kill warfare prayer. Okay? You got to kill it. Two more. Healing prayer. Mm. healing prayer. Psalm 103, verses 2 to 5, we've talked about that already. We talked about the fact, do not forget his benefits. He heals all your diseases, amen. He heals all your diseases. Isaiah 53, 5 says that by his stripes we are what? Healed. Healed. Come on. <laughs> we are, that's Old Testament, preacher. We live in, Old, we live in New Testament now. <laughs> no, we live under the word. The whole thing, not half. I'm sorry, that, that stuff thrown in my face all the time drives me crazy. Well, that's Old Testament, preacher. We're on this side of the cross. Dude, mm, don't, I'm about to bacon whoop you. What? What's wrong with you? Wake up. We, we are under the word. The word says that Jesus, who absolutely took the New Testament, and, and the Old Testament and the New Testament, they are married. One. Amen. One. Not two. Not two. He sealed the deal. There's a ton of stuff in the Old Testament that he came to give light to, okay? It's the same. Jesus said, by my stripes, you are healed. You are healed. He took it all, man. He wants to heal you mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually. He wants to heal everything, man. Heal it. He wants to cut out pharmaceutical drugs. Boom. Telling you. I know they have their place, but they are not my pipeline for life. They're not. I got one line. One line. That's the blood. That's the Holy Spirit pumping through my veins. That's what keeps me alive. 
That's, what, that's my life. All right. You want healing, my friend. I'm grateful and thankful for our health care profession. Mm. If you haven't prayed for them, pray for them now. They're beautiful people. We have a ton in our church. They're gorgeous, beautiful, and God's gifted them. Pray for them as they have wisdom, as they walk through this craziness. Okay, and cover them, man. Cover them. Protect them. All right? But you can pray healing power, healing prayer over your family. Your kids at this time running through, can't sleep, anxiety, things like that, man, pre- speak that word over them. 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 Proverbs says that the Lord be my, my confidence and my sleep will be what? Sweet. Mm, I'll sign up for that. My sleep will be sweet. All right. Healing prayer. There's healing all around this man that needs to be healing in this country. Last thing is this. Another warfare prayer is marriage. I don't know where your marriage is today. There's no perfect marriage. If you're looking for it, won't find it. All right. Uh, listen to me. Pray marriage prayers. I put down Ephesians 5, 25 to 30. It's just a simple reminder of what, what it looks like in God's eyes. Okay. But pray marriage prayers. It's a warfare prayer, man. War over your marriage. Don't just, don't just promise to do things better. Pray the word together over your marriage. Pray that your marriage is an example of salvation in church to the world. Okay? Pray over your marriage. Okay? Let me tell you something. A terrible commercial for God is sick marriages. Okay? It's not a good commercial. So let's have the best marriage we can possibly have so we model that for the world. All right? The world needs to see really good marriages today. Need to. All right? Pray marriage prayer, warfare prayer over your family. So here's what we're going to do. The nation, mm, it's not at what we would call a war, but we're at a war. We're at a war, okay? If you're going to ever conquer and take over a nation, two things must happen. You must create fear, and you must have a media that feeds it, okay? All two are here, and all two are working seamlessly okay the nation needs prayer president of the united states donald trump who's a great man has called this nation to prayer and the church is going to lead in that i want you to pray over him i want you to pray over our vice prince our vice president as he 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 basically walks through this thing pence is in charge of of all this stuff for coronavirus all right Pray over these men. Pray for wisdom. Pray for guidance. Pray for direction. Pray for favor. Pray for covering. Pray for our nation. Pray for our people that lead our nations. And pray for our churches, God, that the church would not hide, but it would shine. And that God's truth would win and the kingdom would be advanced. And if you're looking for a mission field, mm, it came to you. I'm saying, I'm Lord, help. It has come to you. Just yesterday, I'm just trying to talk to my neighbor next door who took out the trash. He opened the door, ran to the trash. I said, you guys good? He said, good. I just got to get back in the house. He ran back in the house and shut his garage door down. I hadn't seen the people. I'm like, oh, my, oh my gosh. I mean, we're go- crazy right now. Crazy. I just want to talk to him outside. It's a beautiful day, sunny and seven, no wind. Lord, help. That fell from heaven. Let's just stay outside and talk, all right? It's better out here than in there, I'm just telling you, all right? 
He didn't want to have anything to do with me, and he really likes me. He told a lot of people that in our church that he works with, I love your pastor, you know, right? But he, it's just crazy going on, man, all right? The mission field's right in front of us, man. Be that, be that missionary to your family. Be that missionary to your family around the country, all right? Brothers in Minnesota, right now he's trapped in Hawaii, hoping to get back, all right? But, but be that. Mission feels all around us, man. At work, there's going to be people that freak out. There's going to be people that don't know what to do. Hey, guess who's there? You are. Be ready in and out of season. Amen. In and out of season. All right? You're in season. All right? Everybody else has stopped their season, but we're in season. Okay? The church is in season. I'm going to invite you. We're going to worship some more. There's about two or three more songs we're going to worship. This is going to be our ministry time, okay? As the worship team comes, if you're on the ministry team, you come today. I want you to stay in church. <clears throat> if we're going to talk about prayer, we need to pray. If we're going to do a prayer, if we're going to look at prayer over the last several weeks, model prayers in Scripture, we're going to start doing it. This is Warfare Prayer Week. I didn't pick this message on this date. God picked this whole series and lined it up every Sunday. Amen. Just got to trust the order we put it in. Amen. I'm not that smart. He is. We're in a war, and this Sunday is Warfare Prayer. We did, we, we're going to go to war. So I'm asking this beautiful church, and you are a beautiful church. What I love about you, you're a tough church. Amen. You're a tough church. Okay. Nothing wrong with city church, okay? I'm just saying I love tough country church, all right? It's good, all right? I'm asking us to be warriors for the king. And so all over this uh, house, and, and the Lord said this will be a house of what? Prayer. Prayer. That's what it's about to be. So it's going to look a little different because it is a little different, amen? All right? So we're going to worship. We're going to worship. And I want you to just go to the Lord in prayer. If you want to do it in the back corner, do it in the back corner. If you want to come to the altar, come to the altar. If you want to walk while you pray, you walk while you pray. If you're okay and they're okay, lay hands on each other and pray, all right? Whatever it looks like, we are going to do two things. We've already done one that we gather for. We got in the Word. Now we're going to worship and now we're going to pray, all right? And this is your time, church. Enjoy this time. It's not irreverent to, to walk around during worship and pray. It's not, okay? All right? You have freedom in the house. You go anywhere you want to and pray, to whomever you want to and pray. You can pray over your kids. You can pray over your family. You can pray over your wife. You can pray with other families. You can pray different areas. You can go all over this worship center, okay? This is a house of prayer. This is his house. We're praying for our nation, and we're praying to God that is on his throne today. Amen. Amen. Let me pray for us. We're going to worship, and then you pray. Father, we love you. We absolutely love you, God. And we trust only in you. We run to you. Who do we run to? Oh, we run to the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. God, I pray that you not only inhabit the praises of your people, but you inhabit the prayers of your people. And God, we as a church partner with all the churches all over this great nation called the USA. And we pray. We beat on heaven's doors. We confess 
We say we're not what we need to be, but God, on behalf of the church, we're praying, God, that you will do a work in this nation. We pray for our president. We pray for our vice president. We pray, God, that you will give them wisdom. God, you right now inhabit this place as we pray. God, we are one nation under God. May we go back to being under God, under God. And we right now model that as a church as we pray. We love you. We worship and pray for your glory and your honor in Christ's name. Amen. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast from the church at Bushland. We exist to help people know God, find freedom, discover purpose, and make a difference. We hope you will stay connected by following the ministry on Facebook and Instagram, by using the church at Bushland, and on Twitter by using at TCA Bushland.